I've met the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I've never seen her before. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again. We are almost at the end now. We're on episode seven of ten, and we are getting to the finish line. So where do you want to start today? Well, I think we probably should start with Jessica Dave and good old Marky Mark. <laughs> um, what did you think of the morning from the night before, shall we call it? Well, it was interesting to see Jessica apologize for a start because I, I think we've seen her. It's not the first time we've seen her be a bit hammered, is it? So, but this time she did recognize at least that she'd overstepped the line. But I mean, I do have to take issue though with Mark. He said, if you did that when you, when you were sober, then I'd walk out. And to that, Mark, I say, bullshit. <laughs> there yeah. is there is nothing. She can walk all over you and you won't do anything about it. So I think my sympathy is dwindling a little bit with him. Again, I feel bad for sort of saying that because I, sometimes when you're in the eye of the storm, it's not that easy to see what's really going on. But she is so not into him at all. But I guess we did see her be a little bit more remorseful in this episode, didn't we? And, you know, she was trying to be charming at the when the families met because that was that was the whole theme of this episode, wasn't it? You know, to, to meet all the families and, you know, get to see if you pass their judgment kind of thing and um she she had a little bit of a rough ride i mean what what did you make of uh mark's parents there and how how they um <laughs> went with the couple dave look they talk about women's intuition don't they and you know it is actually a thing it genuinely is a women's intuition is actually a thing you know like especially when you're carrying a baby now women are really really uh susceptible and, and really aware of what's going on, Dave. We know that. Sam can detect my bullshit me at 100 yards, Dave. Let's, let's not fucking lie about that. However... That's because your mouth... That's because your lips are moving. <laughs> pretty much all the time, yeah. <laughs> it's the fact that she can hold her eyes without rolling them back into every time I speak. But anyway, um, yeah, they were not liking anything that fucking... Jessica was fucking peddling to him. any of the bullshit going on. They were just like, mm, right, yeah, okay, okay. And obviously, there's something going on there with his um, his old man, isn't there, Dave? You know what? His old man is uh, he's the Don, isn't he? So <laughs> <laughs> I think Jessica Make it best. Off, you can't fuse. <laughs> yeah, Jessica best be on her best behaviour because uh, she could end up with a horse's head in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that though, Dave, it'd probably still have more personality than Mark. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh. You know, it, it was interesting. I, I thought the mother, straight away, uh, I thought she was going to give Jessica a bit of a harder time than she actually did. She, she said something very early on before everyone had sat down, you know, I'm the queen of this house or something like that, you know, making sure everyone knows she's the matriarch. Um, the uh, the dad was was quite commanding wasn't he 
sat there with his miserable face at the end of the, the, end of the table. Um, but she was the one doing all the talking and it, you could see she wasn't that impressed. But, you know, by the end of the conversation, she was, I, I thought she'd softened to Jessica. I mean, what did you make of it? Yeah, I think she did. I think I, I tell you what I got a feeling of, Dave. It felt as if they'd been here before, as if like she was another contender. You know, like um, there was a thing in Fools and Horses years ago where Del Boy just put a ring on every single girl he went with, and it feels as if Mark has sort of pulled this fucking manoeuvre. I know it's a reality show on these cameras, obviously, but it just felt like they'd been here again, like, oh, here we go again. I don't know. It just seemed... It's just, it was, his old man was not fucking interested one bit. It was just, <laughs> he, he either he sussed Jessica out for the fucking blagger that she is, and so right through what, what I believe she is, I just believe she's just in this for the TV show. I just don't believe anything. I think she has no... There's no chemistry between them. She's not sexually attracted to him. And at, the end, and at that point, you should just jump off. But because she's going through with the whole charade of trying to be here for the 10 episodes, she's got to go through like living together and all that shit. I don't think they're having any action, Dave, at all. I've not heard any comments about that anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> they fuck. I mean, again, just I can't... I can't forget, you know, the whole throwing herself at Barnett thing and, and going on about, oh, I step out on the on the landing naked and stuff. No, you fucking don't, because that would require you to be naked in the flat, and there's fucking no way that's happening. So, um, yeah, I think the, the thing is, Chris, I mean, you know, you know, with Jordan and, and I know with my kids that, that their personalities, once they get to, you know, Upwards of four or six or something like that. The personalities are quite well formed, so you can tell whether someone's got, you know, is quite soft and empathic, or you know, they're they're a bit boisterous and and whatever. I've got a feeling growing up, Mark was a bit, you know, he, he saw what's the old song, um, you know, I fall in love just a little more, a little bit every day. <laughs> you know that yeah. one. I I reckon that's Mark. I, I I think you might be right. I think they might have been here before, but. I mean, they, I, again, I don't, I don't think Jessica, she didn't disgrace herself. She didn't get hammered and start telling everyone like it, it was, which I, I'd have personally found very entertaining. But, you know, when she was saying like, oh, I, I, my 20s were fantastic. <laughs> I was like, tell us more about that. <laughs> what exactly do you mean about that? Yeah, you know, and she was mean? saying... Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as you've said, I don't want Mark to miss out on that. But, you know, again, we made our predictions on episode five, didn't we? And I think we both said this couple is, is never going to work. And, you know, I think I was 100% then, but I, I'm absolutely rock solid. I'm surprised they made it to episode seven, um, yeah. assuming they get married at, at the end. Um, so, yeah, I... I Dave, uh, I, can see, I can see Miss Piggy carrying fucking Kermit the Frog climbing over my fucking house now. That's how confident <laughs> I am that these two fuckers are not getting married. Anyway, now one of one of the other couples, um, which I found was utterly disrespectful, but it soon got nipped in the board and they were happy again. Was Giannina's comment to fucking Damien about that? She's, I mean, I'll be honest, she's like. I throw myself at you. I initially, I'm jumping on you. I'm thinking, what the fuck is the matter with you, son? You know what I mean? And and it's like, and then she's done. You've always said to me, it's the best sex you've ever had. And I'm like, 
but I've never said that. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, then within like two minutes, he's like, do you feel better now? And then we've talked in the, in the pods. And then he, he grabbed her and threw her on the bed. I was like, this is some weird foreplay shit going on here. That is good. I, I still say, you know, she's going to be too much for him. Because, you know, when she was trying to talk and she, she was the one who initiated the apology. And again, you know, it's kind of a bit of a cultural trait, Chris. We can't ignore it. You know, the, the way they communicate, the, you know, the Latino girls, they, they, you know, they're just a bit more fiery. And you can tell he's not really used to that. So he's sort of steaming, he's sort of on his phone, ignoring her and stuff. But Christ, I mean, the way she just cast a fishnet out there or fish hook. And was like, you know how you said it was the best sex? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Right, I'm going to reel you in. Notice how I didn't return the compliment. Oh, yeah. get you yeah. right in the midriff there. <laughs> put, it, put it this way, Dave. And, and you know I said about reverse psychology a couple of episodes ago? You know, like, and it works. I'm telling you now, he would have shown her the best 30 seconds of her life, Dave. I'm telling you after that. I am telling you. That's me going three times, but I'm telling you, Dave, honestly, unbelievable. You can't, you can't help but think of the... You mentioned Friends the other day. You can't help but think of, um, what was it, Ross and Rachel, when she's on about, you know, oh, with Paolo, it was just, you know, raw animal sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set him a challenge, Dave. Is he up to it? I don't know. He might have fucking locked you at the end of it. You never know. But you know, <laughs> you saying about Damien with the reverse psychology. I'm not sure Giannina wasn't trying a bit there, was she? That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that they resolved it? by talking to each other from the different rooms as if they were yeah. in the pods again. And I thought that was really interesting. And so, again, it's episode seven. I didn't really give this couple that much of a chance. I thought they were too different. But because they resolved that, I, I'm wavering a bit now on my prediction that they won't, they won't get married. But um, I, I tell you what, I thought it was disrespectful, though, of of Damien's parents not to be asked and, and cancel, you know, meeting up with uh, yeah. Giannina and that. And he was, I, I don't think he handled that very well, to be honest. I think he was sort of making excuses for his parents. Whereas I, I just thought I was disrespectful. He's it, your kid for Christ's sake. You know, you don't have to necessarily um, like his choices, but you know, he's your kid. Exactly, you're right, and and I think and then Giannina, which I, felt, I did feel sorry for. I agree with you. I'm warming to, I'm more warming to her than I am to Damien. I think Damien's just boring fuck. I've, I'm sticking to that mantra with him, but I think as a couple, it looks in like it's working more. From she's trying more, which I thought would be the other way around um, because of her age and that. But also, I mean, saying that he's only a couple of years older than her. He looks about thirty-five, doesn't he? He's only twenty-seven allegedly. So I get that. However. Uh, what I found was really disrespectful was the fact that she said, well, I didn't, you know, I'm a mum and dad of that. It's difficult enough as it is. And your mum's saying to you, don't we bring you back one of them reality halls or something? 
uh, I thought I was utterly disgusting, to be honest. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I really did. And I, and I felt for the girl, to be honest. But however, just to get Damien back, um, she then set up a family like it was fucking Simon Cowell on X Factor with a three-panel fucking firing squad up against it. One that we had... I presume her mum and dad aren't together, and that was a stepdad, because I think his stepdad was to the right, because he didn't look like Giannina. Um, and he's got his arms crossed, he's looking fucking to the left, he's not even looking him in the eye. And it was just, and, and I think I think what's a shock for these people is when when they've probably all gone on it, and it was more apparent, we'll get onto them, is Amber and Barnett. Yeah. Is the families obviously see this as a disrespect that like you bring in fucking cameras into your life and stuff, because they're not, it's it's, it's an alien um generation in it so our gen all right we might be 40 odd but we're so we would understand something like this for the tv and stuff because that's the way reality shows have gone and i, and I felt that the more the, the show went on especially with her family and barnett's family it looked so uncomfortable everyone being in yeah. front of the camera it, it really was wasn't it and i guess so here's the difference like we're, we've cut our teeth with this reality stuff with love island obviously as the name of the podcast suggests but this goes on in the, in the uk one it's like six weeks isn't it and then it becomes part of the public zeitgeist so the parents can't ignore it you know they they might they might not watch it christ if my daughters were, were on there i'm not sure i'd be able to watch it to be honest but um <laughs> You know, you they, they can't escape it. Whereas the way it's filmed for Netflix and all drops in one go, they don't even know what this particular show is. And you mentioned Amber and Barnett, so so let's get on to those. I mean, I, I thought it was odd. I mean, basically what Barnett seemed to be suggesting was that Amber lives in a shithole, so he shouldn't have been worried about taking her to his place, which I thought was an odd yeah. thing to say. But, um, you know, they seem very surprised that she's turned up engaged where it's like well that's kind of the show you turned up for so did she just not tell them or or what it was strange wasn't it because the mum was like proper giving him shit once she? she had like a baby in her hand obviously it must be like one of the granddaughters or something but uh she Fucking was like so. well, yeah i don't know uh, yeah, i didn't think of that but she was like you know she's a great girl she was getting really upset so so there's an investment there from her mum. I think she just wants her to be happy. She's obviously seen the girl go through various things. And I've said to you before, I'm, I'm not uh, a fan of her as such, but I can see there's some genuine uh, comments there from her mum. However, flip it to Barnett's family. And his mum and dad didn't say anything. I mean, when she's dropping in there, you've just met her and she's going, oh yeah, he thinks it's really funny sitting on me and farting on me. And I'm like, what the fuck? You just do not bring that sort of stuff up. That that's like six months to a year down the line when you've been at every family gathering and you're part of the fucking furniture. Not on your first <laughs> meeting. She just looked completely <laughs> like a cock. It looked like she was just talking uh, verbal diarrhea. And I know I can talk verbal diarrhea with the best of them, but it was just like she just kept talking and talking. So there was no uh, awkward silences. Dave, it just felt yeah. ridiculous. It, it it was. I mean, she just. She, uh... She's got no off button, has she? <laughs> you, know, you could tell. The dad especially. Where she was obviously nervous. And the dad was like, look, it's all right. Just chill out, you know, and trying to put her at ease. And I thought, oh, that's nice. But then when she's just going on and on and on, you could see both the mum and dad are really uncomfortable. And, you know, their internal monologue is like, will you just shut the fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she just wouldn't shut up at all. And, and, you know, I said uh, early on in the series, I said Mark's got the old coke eyes. I mean, the way she was behaving there was pretty manic, wasn't it? 
I'm not sure she hasn't been, uh, you know, to the bathroom beforehand to give herself a bit of, bit of courage in, in that meeting. <laughs> I wonder what you're going to say then. She goes to the bathroom to give herself what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needed that a, relief. Having oh, a couple what? of lines, you know, off the... I didn't mean that, Dave. Lines. Yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> 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 relieving herself otherwise I don't know what you meant um, but no I, I found, what I found interesting I, like I said about Mark and Jessica was was their family uh, with Mark's family was um, not Mark's family she's Jeanine's family was also it looked when, when they showed Barnett so he's got two older brothers but the only who's obviously the oldest who, I mean he looks in his 40s Barnett's obviously 27 26 this was yeah. he looked like a fucking statue it's like the camera went on him you know when you get them things from years ago and they put the camera on something they just freeze and he's just like brother's like uh, take the camera off me take the, and then his other brother comes along and drags him along but that's what I felt I felt more with Barnett's family that the whole family found that as totally disrespectful it was yeah. a set up family gather that nobody really and obviously you know what America's like American families and stuff Dave it's very rare that you get families that still all live in the same state and everything isn't it so to, to yeah, you've probably yeah. got them to fly in from all different parts of America because everybody works in different areas of the country don't they so yeah. it just felt too false for me and when Amber was there honestly Dave I hated her even more watching this I was like <laughs> oh. and I don't like him anyway I know I'm not just being uh, trying to be sexist really I just don't like Barnett either I just don't find anything about him since and I know these worst people on the show it just they just really pissed me off and I was like oh dear you are I'm so glad I've said I don't like you all along because you've just been a dick now well I might have to concede a little point with you there because <sighs> right so a friend of mine said that Barnett is just really arrogant and you know makes makes no effort at all like everything just comes to him and that got me thinking and I thought oh yeah Actually, I can't think of him making an effort at all. I mean, I, I think the thing that impressed me was the fact that Jessica was throwing herself at, at him and he wasn't reacting to it at all. But I guess if I look th from a slightly different perspective, then that, that could have just been him being arrogant, you know, and just like, nah, I'm not asked. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're the worst couple on there, but the, I don't think either of them came off particularly well. I, I do think, um, I mean, his little brother, well, his, his elder brother, but shorter brother, Danny there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're the same mum and dad, are you? Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wasn't happy, was he? And, uh, no. He was, no. He was... Um, I mean, he is not in a happy marriage himself, is he? No, when he said <laughs> that it, was he went, that, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? I'm married to this bitch. What are you fucking yeah. doing? You know what I mean? He's I'm on the telling you, mate, it is a fucking nightmare. It is yeah. a hell that you can never walk back from. <laughs> yeah. He's one of them guys who'll be married for 50 years, but every day he sees his pals. I fucking hate her. You know what I mean? You yeah. can just see it, can't you? But Dave, I've got to say, right, moving slightly on, the best moment of this whole series ever in anything I've ever seen, and I'm going to let you explain to everybody what we're talking about, I, David. I know what it is. Go on, Dave. I'm not going to steal your funding because you want to bring me up, and I'm <laughs> going in on this fucker, but go on, Dave. Tell us what. The, uh, my, one of my favourite phrases that I like to roll out occasionally is buttock-clenchingly embarrassing. But that is taken to the next level. That is dialed up to 11 on, in this episode. 
Cameron's fucking white guy rapping in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what was what? What made it worse was <laughs> Lauren's mum went. Go on then. Go on. He goes. I used to be in a, a dance, a hip hop fucking troupe, and all this shit. And she's like. <laughs> Well, then show us a bit. And he didn't like hesitate. He just, he didn't go. He's like a David Brent. He didn't like, oh, no, no, no. Like, like if someone said to me, no, you know what you're excited. If someone said to me, you should be a singer. I've loads of pieces. And I'm, I'm like, I'm shit singer. Don't, please, no. I, I'm only going to know. I ain't a good singer. I am not going to start belting out fucking tunes in front of you at all. And I've got to be wasted. <laughs> or you're fucking paying me to hear this shit. You know what I mean? But I'm certainly not doing it in the fucking kitchen. So someone dad had said to me years ago, go on, Chris. Sing us a song. I'd be like, fuck <laughs> off. But this fucker went full on fucking the pound shop M&M with his fucking... And then he's doing the... But then made it worse. He's more fucking Lauren. vanilla rice. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Millie Vanilli. I don't know. But, but, but was Lauren starts fucking vibing to it and doing oh all Oh, my God. Uh, that that oh, was dancing. as bad. Oh, I was like, Lauren, please, he's fucking shit. He should never... And what I never understand with some of the raps, like Eminem is unbelievable rapper, right? No two ways about it. And they like, you've got some other absolute amazing rappers out there, Dave, who are absolute class, right? But Eminem, they always regard as like the one for dropping lines, you know, just going and going and going. But he's like, he wasn't in time with the fucking beat of what he was trying to do. And I always find that, I'm going off off one, but I always find that with UK rappers, when they rap, it never goes with the fucking, because their, their, their accent always sounds shit, even though we're from the UK. And it never goes with the music. They always seem like they're off a, off a beat. And I'm always thinking, but that sounds fucking shit. And that's how he was. I was like, you're well off his son. I'm not, I know he's not got a producer. He's in a studio. But I was like, this is fucking rubbish. But also, <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. It was, it was really, and like you say, it's that, that episode out of the office, isn't it? Go get the guitar. Oh, <laughs> nothing beats that. <laughs> you know, you know the line that I love. Uh, you know, it's one that you and I did uh, back in the day. The Arctic Monkeys, Fake Tales of San Francisco. There's a line in there that says, "Proof that love's not only blind but deaf." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that scene absolutely encompassed that 100. Oh, it amazing. was terrible. But I've got to tell you, Chris, one of my favorite movies is Pulp Fiction. Absolutely love Samuel L. Jackson. Absolute legend for me. And I think we're going to see it more in the next episode because right at the end, you know, you can tell Lauren's mum and dad are separated or, or well, at least he's, he wasn't in the same house when they met. So I'm assuming they're separated. He does not look happy. I mean, he just, he's got a look of him, of Jules from Pulp Fiction. And so I'm just waiting for him to say, you know, go get my wallet. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling he's going to get a fucking hard time from him. So I oh, cannot man. wait for episode eight, to be honest. No, I, I swear to God, his dad looks like he'll rip his fucking dick off. <laughs> I think so as well. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I honestly do. He, he, he genuinely... Um, looks like he's going to fucking do him. I, I really, really think he's going to go for him because they've built it up, haven't they? He obviously goes... And even the mum is saying, it's obviously someone she's been married with or obviously she's been with him or something. She's like, yeah, you'll be, 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 be all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just like when, you're, when, when his ex-wife is saying that or his ex-partner, you are fucked, mate. You're completely fucked. And it, it, the way they lined it up... Sorry, I've got to go across here. Right, I would pay good money. 
I, I, my dream, Chris, would be if it's going badly, and then Lauren's like, just, just give him a little rap. You know? <laughs> Just burst into a rap. <laughs> just drop, just drop some bars for him. Get rid of your dick. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's the day, wouldn't it? I've actually wrote you a song, Mister Lawrence. Dad. Yeah, <laughs> fucking what a cock. Maybe better not. I oh, can't wait. For this. <laughs> this is gonna. Be, I'm. I'm. I, my my cheeks are clenched, Chris. If, just thinking about this this scene with them too. So oh, I'm gonna have to watch these after oh, space. Yeah, Dave. absolutely. Dave, I've got a feeling says, it's gonna be gold. Dave, but if he says, "So Lauren, just get me guitar," <laughs> then we've reached the peak of anything. It's the best it's ever. All gonna be downhill from there. So oh, I, I can't amazing. wait. As soon as we finish recording, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch the next one. Dave, you have fucking absolutely done me there. That is amazing. Now that's got me thinking. He's gonna drop a rap to him. <laughs> oh, I would love it. <laughs> fucking amazing amazing and also Dave got a, a slight vanilla the vanilla couple of this whole season for me now we were like obviously we've got five couples he's Kenny and Kelly and the whole family's mum and dads are all together they've been together for years I just can't see any other outcome than these two getting married they've, they've got everything is aligning and I think I think Jeanina and Damon it's shown a little bit that there's something there um, which has turned me around remember with Jeanina Amber and Barnett, I think Amber's going to make sure, because she even mentioned his family, I made sure he got that ring on his finger and all this shit. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what I thought was uncomfortable. But I just think Kenny and Kelly might be the ones who win the series because I can't see anything. Now, the whole family are behind them, aren't they? It's just, it's there. And, and I yeah. just, I can't, it looks like their whole life is mapped out. 2.40 shield. I mean, what the fucking her mum went, you look like Ken, that, a Ken doll. I thought, no, he fucking doesn't. It must have been a fucking <laughs> cheap imitation. He's certainly not a Barbie Ken doll anyway. <laughs> like him. Yeah, I thought they, you know, it's crap TV, wasn't it? But, you know, yeah. I thought the families got on and stuff. And apparently they, you know, they had the love of the same book when they grew up or something. I, it was all, yeah. I, I just can't care about them. But yeah, they, they look sort of happy enough, don't they? Apart from, mm. like I say, I, I did think it was weird yesterday um, when she didn't even turn up in the flat kind of thing. You know, when she was off in some conference. So I, I thought that's a bit weird. But um, apart from that, they, they look pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, they only do, they do. And again, great episode, Dave. I'm definitely going off to uh, watch episode eight after this, 100%. Um, so, guys, if you want to get in contact with the show, at Love Island Cast on Twitter, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And as always, drop us a review, please, on your podcast catching app and just drop myself or Dave a line just to tell us and we'll get it read out on the show. So, Dave, fantastic episode. And thank you again, my friend. And I can't fucking wait to go and see if he raps. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> so, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye now.